Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it is the Hammer and Nigel show. Big Nige is out today. He must be afraid to show how much he loves this country. But I've got two badass Americans filling in for Nige today. I've got Guy Relford. I've got Christopher Hammer. And we have got a lot of stuff on our agenda today. First and foremost, does everybody have power? I finally had power come back, guy, about 24 hours, give or take, after it went out on Thursday. So Friday early evening is when my power came back. Did you ever go out at all? About 30 seconds. Um, it just kind of flickered, went out for about 30 seconds. I'm in Zionsville and uh, and then came right back on. So it, virtually nothing. But, but the thing that confuses me, Hammer, because I keep hearing reports exactly like yours, that it's been hours and hours and hours or now a day. And what I don't understand is, I mean, when this thing came through, did it seem that severe to you? No, it's what they called a derecho, which had really strong winds, some rain, yeah. and it happened very fast. But man, I'm looking at Florida, and I know it's apples and oranges here when you compare the states, but they had a Category 5 hurricane go through parts of Florida, knocked a bridge out. In five days, Governor DeSantis had the bridge back up, and things were rolling in Florida again. We had gusty winds for about 15 minutes, and I know there were down power lines, and I get all that kind of stuff, but you would have thought we had a Cat 5 hurricane come through. Chris, you were at home last Friday when the power finally came back on. And again, it was about, what, 24 hours to the minute, right? Pretty much 24 hours on the dot, really. And there are still some people who don't have power. Our executive producer, Matt Hiblin, still does not have power. Uh, some of my friends do not have power. And this is unacceptable. Now, to their credit, AES has agreed to come on this show next hour. So at about 4.05, one of the representatives from AES Power will join us on this program. And I'm hoping, you know, we have a civil conversation, but there are very tough questions to ask here. What's the staffing situation like right now with AES? Are we talking about a full staff or is this a skeleton crew? Because you guys have all heard the same thing. We've got trucks on the road. We've got folks from Ohio and Tennessee coming up to help us. Chris, have you seen any trucks on the road? I've seen maybe one truck, but that's about it. Guy, have you seen trucks on the road? No, I, I have not. Now, again, where I live and where my office is hasn't been impacted like what you're talking right. about. And and I will say that the comparison to Florida may not be fair, right? Because they're set up for hurricanes that they pretty much get every year, right? So so Florida's kind of an exceptional case. But at, shouldn't we be comparing it to tornadoes then? Because we get tornadoes every year. We we pretty much do. And that's and that's really where I was gonna go, which is that 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 we may not be Florida in the sense that really widespread 
spread areas tend to get impacted almost every year, if not every year, if not multiple times every year. We still have really violent thunderstorms. We still have tornadoes. Right. And you would think that while we're not Florida, there would still be a better response plan and a and a, and a little better performance in terms of getting people up and online, you know, and with power much faster than than they clearly are are getting done right now. And we're just talking about the spring and summer storms. Right. Don't forget blizzards, yeah. ice storms, things of that nature. Uh, but let's go to the drivecubler.com hotline. Uh, Mike Ernest is a buddy of mine. He's on the south side. And, Mike, you were without power for, what, four days? Yes, sir. Yeah, we went out at 4 o'clock Thursday night, and uh, the trucks are here just now to assess the situation. We're, we're not sure if they're going to be able to repair it yet or not. So take me through what it's been like these last four days here. Have you reached out to your power provider? Do you have AES or Duke, Mike? Uh, we have AES, and we've been following the outage maps. Um, they've been uh, – I've, I've called them multiple times a day, um, just like my neighbors have. And at one point, our grid, our outage, actually disappeared off the outage screen. So I called them, and they said, oh, yeah, Mr. Ernest, your address shows that you've been restored, and you, you should be good to go. And I'm like, no, I'm here. We don't have any power at the house. And like, oh, you just need to check your breakers. I, I said, I don't need to check my breakers. My meter's dead. I got a, My stepfather's here, who's an electrical engineer, showing me that the meter's dead. We have no service. The whole block is black. Oh, well, that must have been some mistake. We'll have to redo another ticket, and you guys will be put back on the list. That was after day three. It's just been irresponsible. Well, I'll tell you the thing that I don't get is if your entire block is black, right? So everybody's yeah. got power out. They have to know that. They're getting calls. They're getting reports. They have to know that this is pervasive. This is over a significant you know, uh, area right there with you. Why on God's earth they tell you to check your breaker if everybody else on the same block is also out? You know, it, it, it's not like everybody mystically had a breaker flip. Um, it, this is a pervasive outage. That sounds like somebody answering the phone that has no clue of what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And Mike, all in all, how would you rate the customer service that you have received? Because I understand sometimes you can get a technician that might not be as good as somebody else's technician. I totally understand that. But all in all, how has the whole customer service experience been for you? I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe a 4 or 5, because I get it, it's not these... Customer service representatives are just reading off the script or they're being told what to say. Um, they've been nice enough, but uh, the one that told me, you know, oh, it's it's your breakers, you guys have been restored, that, that, that just is unacceptable. There needs to be accountability somewhere for that. Hey, Mike, Chris here. Um, have you heard anything from local or city leadership on this issue? Uh, not a word. Not anybody from Indianapolis or Beach Grove. The most I heard was from Mayor Candidate Rick Skirvin, who went out on his day off and was knocking on doors here to everybody that was uh, dark and offering generators and offering, you know, to get them something to eat or any type of help. But it's been absolutely quiet from any city leadership. Okay, and that's in Beach Grove, correct? Correct. All right. And the trucks, they sound like they're there now. Coming up next hour, Mike, we have a representative from AES scheduled to join us on this program. What message would you like us to relay to that representative? Uh, where did the ball get dropped and why are we telling people they have power when they don't? Because I'm not the only one uh, all across social media. All across my neighborhood, people have been saying the same thing. They've been told or, or they're getting emails saying that they're, they're restored, and they're not. 
So just like how did that, you know, where did we drop the ball on that? Well, Mike, I'm glad the trucks are there now. I hope they get everything uh, fixed up for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And let us know, like at Hammer and Nigel on Twitter, let, give us status reports. Let us know what's going on because we want to follow your case because this is this is a big deal. And uh, not only do we hope you get it restored, but like you, we want to hold people accountable as well. Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be glad to do that. And thanks for uh, reaching out. You got it. Speaking of Twitter, I'm glad you bring that up, guy. At Hammer and Nigel, uh, Sandy sends us a message. My disabled brother lives in Terre Haute. He's on Duke. He's been out of power since Thursday. Still not re still not restored. We are on the third projection of estimated restoration of power midnight tonight. Entire subdivision is out of power. And I think, unfortunately, we're kind of at the point now where after four days, people are tired of hearing excuses and false promises. Again, I understand what it's like to have a major situation take place. But there has to be a better contingency plan, right? If you're Duke, if you're AES, you have to be prepared. What if this were a major tornado that ripped through Indianapolis, which has happened in the past? Like, what's the contingency plan? Can we always count on four to five days? Well, that's right. And I'll tell you where this hits home for me, and this gets downright scary, is is I don't, you know, I don't talk a lot about this publicly, but I have a... Um, a profoundly disabled stepdaughter and and she's quadriplegic and I won't go into a lot of those details but let me just say that there there is equipment that she needs not only to get fed but really to survive and a lot of that is is run on energy now I have a backup generator and I mean not a whole house generator like the really cool things you see advertised but I have I have a, a backup generator that you know, I've gone out and put and, and, and purchased um, specifically because of that but not everybody has the ability to do that right and and it scares me that this is much more than losing some food in your refrigerator for some people or you know being hot on a hot day when your AC's out, um, th this is life-threatening for some people. And and for the response to be like we just heard, oh no, you're confused, your power's on, you just don't understand it yet, is completely unacceptable when this isn't just convenience. It can literally be life-threatening or life-saving for some people in terms of whether they have power or not. And that's a big deal. Guy Relford, Chris Hammer, filling in for Big Nige.